left, Jess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Wow. Wow. Might start using that as intro music, BBD. Good morning, Bakers. And welcome to Wake and Jake in the morning. Wake and Jake at night. Coming live from South Kakalaki. Come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Swing around your head like a helicopter. Do you know that song, Big Baby? Uh, just you? from when you've referenced it before. Okay. That used to be a... I mean, it, if the middle school dance was going off, that song was on. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll save that for the outro. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're doing well today. Uh, down outside of Charlotte for Thanksgiving. Sports, BBD. Huge. It was a great sports weekend again. The NFL, you and I were on this. The primetime games were kind of choice uh, this week. And they were good. And I think we're actually going to start there with the game of the night. NBA free agency is going. Uh, our Knicks look like the best team in the NBA. They had the most revolutionary change of any team, right? No, that's not true. But ah. let's let's uh, let's do the football BBD and let's do the game of the night. And the game of the night last night, just like how the NFL wants it to be, Sunday night football. Collinsworth on the call, man. I can watch Mahomes. Uh, it's just kind of morphing my Gruden voice with another voice. The Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, they beat this Chiefs team. They gave them their only loss this year. And there's some fun storylines here. I mean, Gruden and Andy Reid go way back on the way back. Again, the Raiders beat them. Uh, and the Raiders get it going early. A lot of my buddies bet in the Chiefs' revenge game. They're going to flex on them. Not so fast, my friend. Josh Jacobs, he's a stud, man. Puts Las Vegas up 7-0. Tyreek Hill, God, how do you guard that guy? Bad guy. Tough to guard. Nelson Aguilar, how about the Eagles legend? He's lighting it up for Vegas. He scores to end the first quarter. It's 14-7. Clyde. Edwards, Allaire, a man so nice, they named him thrice, 14-14. But Carlson puts, the Raiders are up 17-14 at the half. Edwards, Allaire again. And then BBD, another sneaky, fun part of this matchup. There's an argument for the two top tight ends in the league. You know Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller. With the touchdown pass, he was abusing Honey Badger. I've I've just never seen Honey Badger look like that. He gets the pass uh, from Derek Carr. Le'Veon Bell scores a touchdown run. That made me sad. Uh, kind of crushed one of my fantasy teams. Cool story, bro. And then speaking of former top tight ends, Jason Witten. After the bad penalty, he scores the touchdown to put Las Vegas up. 31-28 with a minute 43, but in this NFL, and Patrick 
Mahomes. <laughs> it was more than enough time. 28 seconds to spare, and he hits the other tight end. It's Kelsey, 22 yards for Mahomes. He's wide open, playing Pat. What up? Makes it look so easy. The Chefs win 35-31 to 31 in Las Vegas. Carr looked pretty good. He throws for 275 and three tutties. Mahomes a cash, 348. Uh, two touchdown passes himself. A fun game uh, back and forth throughout. And, uh, I mean, good for Las Vegas. I think they, they're showing that they can kind of dance with the big dogs a little bit. Everyone thought, you know, re- revenge game, Kansas City. They learned their lesson. No, Vegas stood with them, and they had them beat. <laughs> Except you kind of have them beat, and that's what we've been saying on Wake and Jake since – the football season really started. So a good Sunday night football game. I was watching it uh, in the basement behind me. Everyone had a couple drinks, went to bed, and was sick of talking to me. So that was a good game. Um, Buggy, you didn't watch much of this, dude, this game. You're you're recovering, talking Knicks you were recording last night? Doing talking Knicks during the game. So it was like I, I put it on the TV so I could see it, but nothing was – Computing. I wasn't making conclusions or anything. I just had it on in front of me. Sure, and I was watching man. Red Zone all day, so I was kind of footballed out. Brothers home for the weekend, so we were just like talking, doing the whole, doing doing the whole football thing uh, just all day. Talking to your brother. Yeah. Ugh. Loser stuff. Damn. Sorry about that. Yeah, and I I guess the counter to this being the game of the night would be. E- the whole game you were expecting the Chiefs to do this, and then they did, but still, with a minute left to go, Mahomes, the star of stars in this league, he's he's unbelievable. Saw people firing off. He's going to be remembered as the best ever. And this is kind of dumb because football stats are changing a lot. But yes, like his stats, I think, are going to blow everyone out as long as he doesn't have debilitating injuries. Yeah. And he's already so, got the one Super Bowl he like absolutely needed. So yeah, get it. It's kind get of get another one at some point. Just keep running like, up the stats. And Matt Stafford has great NFL all-time stats. So do that times Mahomes because of where the league is at. I don't know. Good. If if you want to die on that hill, go die on that hill. It's it might not be that crazy at all. He's certainly Let's, on as good a start for that conversation as he can be because he's he's only twenty four. Better than us. Yeah. Ooh, how old is Patrick Mahomes? That's I think he might question. have just turned 25. I feel what like he's a November birthday. Okay, so kind of washed up Patrick Mahomes? Kind of. He's September kinda. 17th he turned 25, so he's been 25 for a month. He's running out of time. And he owns part of the Royals. Not a well, bad life. Um, Jake, owning yes. a baseball team is not a good investment. They're yeah, not that's profitable. true. That's smart. That's smart. You don't want to lose money. Let's uh, let's do the rest of the foosball buggy bug, dude. I wasn't uh, as dialed in. Uh, just opened the chat. What's going on live in the chat? How's everybody doing? Uh, let's just run through it, BBD. I'll be quick. I'll be quick. I was driving. Hell, let's go back to Thursday night when I wasn't driving. The Seahawks beat the Cardinals. Thought that game would be a little bit more of a shootout. 28-21, still a good game. Let Russ cook. The Jets, oh my God. 
They just continue to lose. Slash Herbert in the Chargers. He continues to look good, and he gets the win because he's playing against the Jets. He is putting up unreal numbers for a rookie, and I guess tie that into what I just said about Mahomes. Like we, Ten years ago, we would be saying – that Justin Herbert is the future of the NFL. Anyways, uh, in the Ugly Bowl, how about the Browns? 22, Eagles 17. The Eagles stink. The Browns go to 7-3. and three. What? How is that possible? Oh. They've got a good backfield. Best, best backfield in the league. Miles Garrett tweeted that out after the game. Speaking of a backfield player Saints 24, Falcons 9. No Drew Brees. No famous. Jameis Winston, it's Taysom Hill, and he just does Taysom Hill stuff. He completed a ton of passes. He had two rushing TDs. Uh, Sean Payton's Roddy White retweet. What's that, Bug Bug? I'm not familiar. Oh, let me pull up the exact phrasing of the Roddy White tweet. Okay, we'll when It was before the game. Roddy White tweeted. Rowdy, Rowdy Roddy White. Oh, yeah. Um, UAB. Ooh, did he delete it? Uh, no. Might have been a few days before. It'd be easier if I go to Sean Payton's Twitter. Okay. But he tweeted something to... about Taysom Hill and whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the 21st, so on Saturday, Roddy White tweeted, Saints about to get whipped trying us with Taysom Hill at quarterback. We about to snack them. And right yes. after the game, Sean Payton retweeted that tweet. Just that's great good stuff that's great that's how the internet should be used good job sean payton for i mean he is one of the best nfl patier give me Taysom hill let's see what i can do with it 24 29 saints washington the football team alex smith gets a win over the Bengals, and unfortunately that's not really the headline joe burrow Tears his ACL, the number one pick. Sad. Um, and he, you know, he tweeted after the game, he'll be back. So again, use Twitter, people. It's fun. Speaking of not fun, but an interesting result, the Panthers, 20 to nothing over the Lions. PJ Walker, your XFL MVP, has a pretty nice game. 258, a touchdown. Panthers win 20 to nothing. Shut out the Lions. That felt like the official. Matt Patricia will be fired game. The Steelers, the Steel Curtain, go to 10-0. They win 27-3 over the Jags. Yawn. BBD, we're starting to get into the fun games. We recognize the Titans and the Ravens. Send a Raven. They go to overtime in the Titans and Derrick Henry. He runs it in in overtime to get the win. Harbaugh starting fight at midfield. The Ravens, I think they're currently out of the playoff picture. Holy smokes, how quick has the script flipped on them? Patriots, they lose to the Texans 27-20. to uh, Will Fuller didn't score a touchdown. That's kind of all I care about that game. Pats are 4-6, and six, BBD. Is that record right? I believe so. Okay. I don't know if I'm impressed by that or sad by that or how I feel about that. But I'll tell you how I feel about this. My Denver Broncos eat a bug to a tag of Iloa. The Broncos win 20 to 13. What a shootout. Drew Locke. Don't think he had a touchdown pass. Melvin Gordon with two running scores. Let's go, horsies. Ruin that draft pick. Then 
we again these games kept getting better how about the packers and the colts they go to ot rogers and the packers man they feel enigmatic i'm sure you'll hear that on nfl network sometime in the next week they lose to the colts in overtime colts they're kind of good question mark philip Rivers settling in a little bit uh 34 31 in ot the cowgirls hey come on come on Uh, sorry sorry keith the cowboys they get the dub to improve to three and seven aka second place in the nfc east over the vikings the late touchdown pass to dalton schultz uh dalton to dalton to win that one bbd that's fun Mm. and then the the sunday night game we did that chefs raiders and that's kind of the football slate so i i mean i'll i'll kick it to you bbd i'm trying to see what jumps out that titans ravens was supposed to be kind of a bang up good game it was um eagles browns we also kind of had circled as an ugly bowl and holy smokes did it live up to it so Hmm. so what else is out there uh, the Derrick Henry walk-off was cool. Just handed him that L, cut right up there. Mm. Just, and <laughs> he's so good. Uh, Joe Burrow, we, we glossed over it, but yeah, for the year, that's kind of sad. They sad. um, they weren't the best team in the world with him, and now um, now now they don't have him. So did Bengals you see? Sad. Did you see the Wentz pick six? Um. I saw a lot of Wentz bad. He did a tailback, just like toss pass, and he threw it right to a linebacker. And it was, I mean, for me, Eagles fans, reach out and maybe leave your comments. We'll get to the comment of the day later. Like, I think it's over. He's really bad now. If you're an Eagles fan, I feel like it's, it's had to come close to unwatchable. He, uh... I, I mean, it's it's almost worth Googling where, wherever you are today uh, Wentz's pick six because, I mean, if your quarterback does that, I mean, it's almost an instant, like, we're done. So we're um, done. So that, that really stood out. The Steelers, I saw this going around the internet. I mean, the quietest 10-0 and season I think we've seen. Uh that being here's the interception we're showing it oh this play yep i mean dude that's like that that looks like i had a taki taki just a great name your your little brothers had a group of friends together when they were 12 years old to play pickup football in the yard and then you get to play one play on defense and it's just like yeah well i'll take the ball and score like you can't that's almost not that's not NFL football. Uh, Eagles like fans, okay. let me know. Let me know. Do they want Jalen Hurts? I think he came in for a little bit. Um, There's another, get, the other bad pick six. You see that Flacco one? Yeah. I, I was mean, like the whole Jets thing is being bad, but like Flacco has like won a Super Bowl. Like, like it was yeah. like, it was just like, what were you thinking? That one was a weird one. That's, and I that's guess, enough talking about the Jets. But. Yeah, I mean, they are winless. One of the headlines today was Frank Gore will not go out on a winless season. They're 0-10. Is Adam Gay still employed? He's still there. Why? <laughs> yes. I think at this point they want they want to lose. And, like, if they get a new coach and it, like, gives life to the team and 
they show any improvement, then they just like lose Trevor Lawrence. And I think because because they've played their 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 final strength of schedule number is going to be so bad. They're I think they like don't ha- they're not going to have any of the tiebreakers, so they like actually can't afford to win a game if they want Trevor Lawrence. So there's like kind of no reason to win a game, or at least that's what was told to me. So, I mean it's it's an it's insane that that man has a job. Uh, it's good for Herbert. Really another bad. huge game. We 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 mentioned him. Um, Rogers and the Packers, the Colts. They're both seven and three. Very different paths to get to seven and three. It feels like. And I think there was one other. Ravens are six and four. Um, oh. Dude, Sean Payton and the Saints, they are 8-2. and two. Um, You know, he played Taysom Hill at quarterback for a full game, which, like, I'm, people in NFL circles definitely had bets he would never do that. And he did. And they just steamrolled the Falcons. So that's kind of the NFL slate. Awesome. Uh-oh. BBD? Uh, Dario Sarge, three years, $27 million staying in Phoenix. Uh, Get the bag, Dario. The franchise, Super Dario. Uh, and hey, what a segue. Oh, yeah. Producer, BBD. We'll, we'll circle up. When we last talked to you guys, uh, NBA free agency was kicking off. Um, what are what are like the biggest things? Gordon Hayward to my Charlotte Hornets. I'm down here. I think that yeah. that's the biggest headline that's, so far, That's right? the biggest single move. Um, let me see if I can pull up like an off-season tracker. Yeah, I've I've got one here. It's uh, if you go to CBS Sports. Yeah, they usually uh, have good tracker stuff. Uh, Gordon Haywood. Oh my God, he's leaving the freaking Celtics. Four years, one twenty to go to the Hornets. I I had a Hornets fan tweet at me, flex, and they were like, "How should I feel right now?" Because you know this isn't a good contract. And we saw everybody coming out with the hot takes. You know, Rosillo, my guy who I love, said this is the worst contract ever. I don't know if I agree with that. Like, let's see what Gordon Hayward does for two years. Like, if Gordon Hayward could be Gordon Hayward, B minus Gordon Hayward for two years, I'm not saying the contract's yeah. worth it, but it might be worth it if you're the Hornets. Like, there's some contracts. With the, and with the way the NBA works, like, if he's anywhere close to who he can be, you'll take a little bit of an overpay to just have him on your team. And, and maybe if, those if back tra- couple years, if everyone else develops a little bit, you can. That's a good contract to be able to flip in two years. Um, so I, Charlotte likes their head coach a lot. He's he's a guy from the Spurs system, and again, they kind of overachieved last year. They've got a lot of young guys. So hey, they add Gordon Hayward. Um, didn't they add someone else? Am I am I blanking? Um, sounds right. Of course, this thing's you know Spin. it comes up as you scroll. Spin mode. Um, you know, I don't think anybody like major. Yeah, but I, I think you're excited. You've got young players. You've got a respected coach, and you add Gordon Hayward, which kind of what we're saying there, BBD, is if he can be okay for two years or decent which he bounced back decently last year. He was on the Celtics. He had pretty good numbers. I want to say it's like 17 and a half points per game, something like that. On the Hornets, I'd almost expect that number to go up. Like he's going to get used more. He was like the fourth option with. Yeah. uh, And he was still recovering in the injuries. I get it. And it was kind of freaky, but if they could get two years of Gordon Hayward, 
And then he essentially becomes one of those contracts that you're looking to trade. And if you can make the Hornets a better franchise and the young guys can get better with Gordon Hayward, I get it. Still doesn't seem like a great contract. Um, If the LaMelo pick hits, it's a good piece to have there. And then in two years. Yes. Yes. That's that's what I was thinking. There's a lot of of pressure on the LaMelo pick hitting, and he's one of the guys that seems like the least of a guarantee, but... The whole draft is that I don't know. Yeah, and he's he might have the highest ceiling. Like I I think if his name wasn't Lamelo Ball and he wasn't linked, ooh, that's that sounds kind of dark. I was gonna say if he wasn't linked to his family, that's mm. not entirely true. Um, I I think he was high risk, high reward. So if he pays off, like a Charlotte fan, you should be excited right now. Don't worry about that contract yet. Maybe in two years, then you should be like, ah, that did kind of suck. But right now, enjoy it. Have some fun. Uh, Van Vliet was a big free agent. He's staying in Toronto. Um, I'm trying to the think. The other one. Gallinari to the Hawks, if that does something yeah. for you. The people. Hawks stuff is the other one that's like, I'm not fully sure what they're doing because they get him, they get Rondo. I, I mean, they're going for it. They have Trey Young and John Collins there. I'm not sure how... Gallinari's like what his role is at that salary point because you're paying him to like be a starter, but he should be playing the four. But they have John Collins, Okongu's probably going to be the center. I'm trying to think if they have some. Oh, Capella's there, so Okongu's the backup center. I mean, so they, it's hard to they, see what the like lineup fit is, but he's a good player and and a good vet to have there. So personality wise, I get it. They brought in talent, which there's times if you looked at the Hawks roster with Trey Young. They gave Bogdanovich the offer sheet. I think it. Yeah. I mean, are the Kings going to bring him back? I actually have no idea what's happening there. I don't know. I think I think there's like a three days to match rule yeah. yet. And, and so that, I assume that it's for two nights yet. away from that. I don't know if he like so, officially signed it or whatever. So I don't know, man. I, I just think if you're a Hawks fan, that probably starts getting fun because, you know, you could go Trey Young. If Bogdanovich signs Trey Young, Bogdo. Um, Danilo, John Collins, and then you either go Rondo or you could go, um, you know, stay big with the draft pick. So they're having fun, and then the Suns are doing good things. Meanwhile, the Lakers, dude, I yeah. like, and this is, I was talking to Kyle in the office about this, and he was, he asked if the, who is the lefty that re signed with the Braves or, or signed with the Braves? Um, What's his name from the, oh, Tigers? Drew Smiley. Smiley. He said that Drew Smiley signing was a more significant championship move than Chris Paul to the Suns. <laughs> and it's, I mean, technically, because it's not like the Suns are going to win a title and the Braves probably have a chance. And, dude, the Lakers, how they bring in Montrez Harrell. Uh, they bring in Dennis Schroeder. Bring in Marcus Gasol. If, if you're an NBA person who's, you know, titles and all of that that you're who's gonna stop lebron and the lakers it's the nets if they figure it out yeah, and the nets have have the talent to figure it out they also have the personalities for that talent to not matter um but but if you're a nets fan you're excited and, and there's no reason to not believe in them but but they do have it's a it's a vibrant locker room, and if they had James Harden, which I think has calmed down, yeah. but it's on the table. Like getting getting Marcus All, it's it's underrated because he's he's past his prime. 
But as far as just like the on court fit, it kind of makes sense. Stretch the floor a bit. You, you wonder a little bit what they're going to do because they led. Did they lead the league in blocks by having Dwight Howard and Javale McGee, and they, they move both of them. Dwight Howard leaves in free agency, goes to the Sixers. That was a whole thing because he tweeted he was going back to the. Yeah. Lakers. So it's like he. I think he like just heard them say like, "Oh, this is a, a deal we could do," and thought that was an offer, and he <laughs> was excited about it. Goes to the Sixers. Mm-hmm. They they dump JaVale McGee to make room for Marcus All, and the Raptors replace him with Aaron Baines, who might be a better fit for them. Um, yeah, Baines can shoot. He was one of the best like backup bigs in the league. Just the role he signed for. John Conchar, four years, nine million to the Grizzlies. So that's kind of oh yeah. That's that's the walk away. That's mm-hmm. what you need to know. Um, NBA's. One. NBA's grooving and shaking. There should still be a few more moves. Christian uh, Wood to the Rockets, which I guess if they're keeping Harden and Westbrook, that's exciting. If not, whatever. But <laughs> he'll he'll either be good or torn apart really quick. Serge Ibaka uh, to the Clippers. Yeah, I guess the Clippers trying to find another standout one again. we can talk about. NBA's moving and shaking. We'll yeah. uh, we'll probably have more. Portland's doing some stuff that kind of don't have a hole in the roster. They don't really have a very high ceiling with their roster, but. And dude, NBA season's going to sneak up, man. We're almost a a month away. Yeah. A month from yesterday is the first day, I believe. I don't think they've put out like an official schedule yet. Probably sometime in the next week or so we'll get that before training camp. I kind of lost your audio BBD, so I'm just watching your lips. Ah. Well, I don't think we've gotten an official schedule yet. Season starts a month from yesterday, I assume, before training camp. You still, still not sure what you're saying. Maybe type something in the notes. Ah, I think it doesn't matter. Moving, I will go on to the comment of the day. The comment of the day. We do this in every every wake and Jake. I ask you guys the wake and Jake. Bakers, the bake crew to bake the algorithm. Rising tides raise all ships. I say that a lot, and I don't like fully get it. I shouldn't be saying it that much. I'd say it an odd amount. Uh, BBD, I found a couple good comments of the day, comments I like a lot. Um, a, the first one, and again, this is have a sports conversation with us. Movement training posted. I can't believe he did it twice. Such an iconic player. SMH, Hall of Fame ticket gone. And I forgot last episode we were talking Robbie Cano. And that seems yeah. that seems weeks ago. <laughs> uh, and I, I think the the reason I really liked that comment was the word iconic, man. And and we did this, David, and I, I said it's it's a little bit more towards your generation. I mean you know, if you were growing up in the Northeast, Cano was one of the wiffle ball swings you did. You know, he's he's known as the sweetest singing baseball for years. And like even even if we go back and show tape in years, like that swing is gonna talk. It's not griffy, it's not the best swing ever, but it's just like when Cano connected with the ball, it was like that's awesome. He's just like the coolest dude. And especially if he's on your team, he's like your favorite guy to watch. I wish I could do that, and I still can't hear you, BBD. So I'm just going to piece it together as we go, and I still think you're beautiful. I think you're beyond it, if I'm being honest. Um, And the other comment of the day, which, again, I think this is something that could come up every episode, but Sean Muldoon commented, 
I don't like Jake's face, but this is some internal thing I need to work on. It may just be the Boston in me or the theme song. I'll work on myself. So I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that you commented. It's what you're feeling. I don't think there's anything I can do. Uh, I'll try. I think my hair looks a little worse today than normal. Actually, I don't think it's worse than normal. It's just a tight shot. Yeah. Because I'm coming from the Charlotte branch today. So uh, thank you for leaving your comments. Everyone's in the right for that one. It's all good. Yes, I agree with you, BBD. Again, still, the audio is probably not coming back. Uh, And BBD, while we keep it going, so you guys, leave a comment, leave a like, leave a review. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Oh, BBD, I don't know if you said this. We got a perfect game going right now. On the road. 58-0 on the like button on the YouTube. So keep baking the algorithm, guys. Wherever you're watching, Facebook, YouTube, hit the like button. Leave a comment. You guys are the best. You guys really are the best. Love doing this. Love talking sports with you guys. Jake, talk the Mets. I will not. Uh, Not today. Not until they make a signing. Uh, BBD, baseball does need to make a move soon. Like, we're ready for it. Someone do something. We need a signing to happen. Uh, So hopefully hopefully that's coming this week. We think we are going to do a follow-up Wake and Jake Wednesday morning. Uh, So stay tuned for that. But... BBD, until then, let's get into the bro of the night. And before we talk about the bro of the night, baseball lifestyle might don't make it. That's rock star lifestyle. Baseball lifestyle, they're our friends. We told you guys about them last week. Baseball lifestyle 101, they're the fastest growing brand in baseball. They're our friends. The Joshes told you guys we met them. They're awesome. Was wearing the ghost windbreaker all last week. Um, it is now a staple of my wardrobe. Uh, I wore it while I was driving yesterday. They have that, the Buzz the Tower hat. Go check them out, bl101.com. And guess what, BBD? We got a promo code. Promo code. Promo code. Jumboy, J-O-M-B-O-Y, for 20% off pre-Black Friday sale for exclusively for the Jumboy Media listeners. Okay. Okay. And listen, if you know anyone that's a baseball person, if you got someone uh who's still playing baseball, they've got a ton of they're sw- like they run the baseball 18 under community. It's kind of incredible. I mean, they've got jewelry, they've got shirts, they've got everything. Uh promo code JOHNBOY 20% off bl101.com and this is before Black Friday. So this runs through Wednesday night. Baseball lifestyle, it's more than a game. It's a lifestyle. Uh, So they're awesome. Go check that out. BBD, this brings us to our bro of the night. I will go, and then you will go, and I'll watch your mouth and your rhythms because I still can't hear you, but I think you're a beautiful man. BBD, and so the first part of this was supposed to be, uh, and you could give me a head nod yes or a head nod no. Do you know who Kevin Stefanski is? Uh, I gave a Google. I'm assuming the audience okay. can hear so, because they haven't said anything. I knew the name. You know, he's a football guy. He's been around the NFL for a while. Kevin Stefanski is the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. He came over from Minnesota. I went on his Wikipedia earlier today. Uh, really interesting. He went from an assistant director of football operations at Penn. I mean, Ivy League, baby. That's what I'm talking about. And then... 
He worked his way up the Vikings chain. Assistant to the head coach, not even a real job. Assistant quarterbacks coach, not even a real job. Tight ends coach, real job. Running backs coach, real job. Quarterbacks coach, real job. Vikings interim offensive coordinator, sure. Vikings offensive coordinator, he gets the Browns head coaching job this year, BBD. The Browns are 7-3. and three. The Cleveland Browns, this doesn't happen. <laughs> this does not happen. And Kevin Stefanski is leading the way. And think about all of the other stuff that ties into this. Baker Mayfield hasn't been playing great this year. Um, they have a great backfield. Uh, Kareem Hunt's been killing it. He had an awesome highlight last night. The Cleveland Browns are 7-3. and three. In a, They have a better record than the Ravens right now. The Steelers are undefeated. So their conference is still pretty good. Their division is still pretty good. And going back even further, when all of this COVID stuff happened and we talked about less practice and what teams were going to be good, we basically said, you know, the teams that are running it back with their same guys, you know, coaches that have control of their organization, the same playbook, all of that stuff, the Browns don't have that. They have a head new head coach. His first time being a head coach in this weird COVID year with the Cleveland Browns. And they're seven and three. So I wanted to give the Browns some love. Kevin Stefanski, he's the head coach. Get to know that name. He's deserved it. Even if they lose out and they finish seven and nine, that would have been a pretty decent year for his first year coaching the Browns. I don't think he does that. Good for him. He deserves some love. Jake, I don't know if you can hear me again yet. You can. I can. Yes. So when you went to Kevin Stefanski, that made my choice pretty easy. I'm going with a brother tonight. Ooh. I'm going to Ed Stefanski. Yes. Who is the Pistons president of basketball operations. I don't know if he's the one that makes all the decisions. Otherwise, their GM is Trey Weaver. But once, once we're getting Stefanski's in the mix, yeah, you go with another Stefanski. And I just have no idea what the Pistons are doing. Yeah. They spent uh, $85 million to just have the Nuggets backup front court with Mason Plumley and Jer- Jeremy Grant. They signed yeah. Jaleel Okafor also. They drafted Isaiah Stewart 16. They're just doing like the exact opposite of what every other team's doing and not in a way that's like, oh, what do they know that we don't? It's No, these are bad moves to all, be doing all of them. So I just don't get it at all. Drafting Killian Hayes was a good move. Because, you know me, I love Killian Hayes. You do. But, uh, but that was good. They also have Sadiq Bey, who is another guy that's like kind of doesn't fit with those other moves they did once free agency started. He can do other stuff, so it's not as big a problem. But uh, just what are they doing? They're not, like, good now. And these aren't, like, rebuilding moves, but they aren't going for it moves. It's not like building Dude. a culture. At least the Knicks, you know exactly what they're doing. And I hate to call the Knicks like a model organization right now because that's not true. No. But they're definitively no. doing better than the Pistons in the offseason. Go, if you're a sports fan, go take the two minutes to go look at the Detroit Pistons' current depth chart. And like, Derek they still have Rose, like Griffin there. Derek Rose and Killian Hayes, DeLone Wright and Sly Mihalik. Hmm. Uh, Seku Dumboya 
playing the small forward with Sadiq Bey backing it up. Blake Griffin, Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumley, Isaiah Stewart, Jaleel Okafor. I have no idea. Um, that's, that is one of the oddest, worst rosters I think we've seen assembled in a little bit. Um, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> like the league has become so guard-oriented, and they just are deciding not to have any guards. It's not like they have a whole lot of big men that like do guard stuff and you like trick yourself into like some weird stuff. Like, yeah, Blake Griffin can, you, you trust him to dribble the ball responsibly, but like, I, I, I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. That's a, that's an ugly team. I love the Stefanski theme, uh, a good Stefanski and a bad Stefanski would love to know if there's any relationship there. And Hey, how about a little Jake story time, uh, which I know, uh, the deep dive Wake and Jakers really like. Uh, when I went to college, uh, CCSU Blue Devils, uh, class of 2011, join the Facebook group before I go. You're adding people. You're seeing who's hot, who's not. Something that stole the show was that there was a pair of twins. This uh, I think they were the Samansky sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like a pair of blonde twins entering college. So all the guys were Safransky. So every guy was like, yo, have you seen them, dude? Have you seen them? Um, and neither of them really liked me. I think they're both like married and with kids and stuff now. So shout out. Didn't think. Checks out. Didn't think, didn't think we were going to get there today, but I'm glad we did. Great bros of the night. According to, to Google, Facebook. Ed is the father of Kevin. So Really? Apparently. Do we just have a father-son, bro, of the night? No way. Ed Sa- Kevin Stefanski, who will take over in Cleveland, according to multiple reports, is the son of Ed Stefanski, currently a senior advisor to the owner for the Detroit Pistons and Sixers general manager from 2007 to 2011. Look at that. Um, wow. Waking Jake in the morning. BBD, great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, we'll wrap it up for the Wake and Jake Bakers before we send you on your way. So much on the John Boy Media Network today, by the way. Uh, we're doing talking Yanks, uh, talking baseball, talking Knicks. has been ripping lately. Uh, we got some what we've been listening to, Pinstripe Strong, talking Giants, and BBD. Once everybody watches all of those today, we'll give them permission to go watch Monday Night Football, Rams, Bucks. Yeah, Monday Night Football Rams Bucks free agency still going. I think I think Morning came out today, which I forgot to include down yes. below. I keep forgetting about it with the new format and stuff, but it's good stuff. Yeah. It's great stuff. Go check that out. Go check out Morning. I think there's a breakdown coming in a few minutes if it's not already yet. Oh. Based on what I was overhearing. Air Golf scores 28 fantasy points tonight. He'll be my favorite person ever. Fake the algorithm. <laughs>